Hey guys, it's Kelly, and I want to welcome you back to the Unbroken Podcast. So I wanted to bring a younger generation on, and I thought that the most perfect person to bring on would be my daughter. So I'd like you all to give a very warm welcome to Haley. She is my oldest, and I'm so proud of her and love her so much, and I'm so thankful that she's on here to kind of help talk about internet safety when it comes to kids, because I know it's a really hard topic, so I thought coming from her point of view would kind of help parents learn how to talk to their kids about this stuff. So how are you, my beautiful little girl? Hi. That didn't answer my question. <laughs> I'm fine. So, um, oh God, sorry. I'm sick, guys. You're going to have to bear with me. So um, I wanted to first start off talking about that guy that worked at your school that was kind of targeting and attempting to groom you on Facebook I know it was a couple years ago but do you remember like anything about that uh so my junior year before the pandemic because the pandemic messed everything up um (laughs) someone who he was a he worked in a cafeteria I don't know what he did but he worked in a cafeteria he friended me on Facebook and I'm like I thought staff weren't able to friend students but maybe that's just teachers okay, I feel bad rejecting him, so I'll accept it, and then I guess he messaged me on Messenger, but I don't use Messenger. I don't even have the app installed on my phone, and he commented on one of my posts saying, oh, hey, I messaged you on Messenger. I'm like, oh, I don't use Messenger, and he's like, oh, can I have your number, and I just did not respond after that, (laughs) and then you woke up to a screenshot from me. Who the fuck is this dude? Yeah, and then I got called to the principal's office, and I was scared because I thought I was in trouble because I never got called to the principal's office. It wasn't even the guidance counselor's office or the main office. The principal wanted to talk to me. Well, I called the school, and I feel bad for the lady that answered the phone because she did not wake up that day knowing she was going to have the day she did. Because I just said, who the fuck is this? And she's like, can I ask why? I'm like, can I ask why he's grooming and targeting my 16-year-old daughter? on Facebook and asking for her phone number. Do you guys, are you in the habit of hiring pedophiles? And she's like, I'm going to put you through to the principal. (laughs) Poor secretary. I was mad, but you know, it was kind of like hard for me as a mom, especially since we live so far apart, just to see like a predator, like actually boldly doing it on your profile and I did talk to the police where you live and the police officer was so rude and said you know she should have her page private and I had to scream at him and file a complaint for victim shaming but my page is private though like it's on friends only isn't it I don't know I don't think I don't think it was at that point but Yeah, it was just everyone wanted to blame you. And I was just like, you guys are like, she didn't do anything, you know, so. um, But I did. I eventually uh, I had a friend who was friends with the superintendent. So that's how he ended up getting fired so quickly. But um, how is I know that you had said that you had talked to your dad and stepmother. What was their reaction about it? I don't remember. Mother, I don't even remember what I did at work yesterday. You think I remember all that? Oh, yeah. 
Do, do you want me to ask you some anime trivia? Oh, I can go off about that. <laughs> don't, I don't know. They kind of just said, yeah, don't talk to weird people. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to kind of address this because it's like, I know with your sister, she was targeted by someone on Instagram and detectives got involved that ended up being some guy from Mexico, but she was scared to tell your dad and stepmom because she was worried that they would take social media away from her, which she's a lot more social than you are. So she cares more about that. But yeah, um, it was just, was there any point that, you know, you felt like you couldn't talk to me or your dad about this like did you have any fears that we would basically essentially blame you or anything like that no I'm I'm usually the type to just keep things to myself so I was just gonna ignore every message he sent after that yeah are you mad that I did what I did no (laughs) I kind of felt bad afterwards but I'm like yeah I get it now that I'm 19 I get it yeah so I know you had talked to me that you about how you there was something amongst the anime family crowd or whatever that you wanted Don't to talk about. On that. No, okay. you said you wanted to talk about something. I do want to talk about it, but I could go off about it because it's really frustrating and annoying. Okay. Okay, so basically, um, I'm going to try to explain this in terms that people who don't spend all their time on anime TikTok understand can understand. So um basically I'm sure you know what like fandoms are. Like it's just like a group of fans. Yeah. And so on TikTok, there's like because of the algorithm, you can show like your interest will show up on your for you page and you can follow people and befriend people and then you can get like each other's Instagrams and Twitters and stuff. And so in like this anime fans on anime tiktok they are very frustrating and annoying to interact with especially minors like i know i can't really say anything because i was a minor up until like a year and a half ago but it was still mm. so like they love preaching for the safety of fictional minors like i get it like you shouldn't sexualize a minor fictional or real but like there are bigger problems to worry about than someone drawing a 16 year old character in a bathing suit you know Mm -hmm. and like they like I'll just use this as an example because this is what I've seen the most like you mother you know because you're wearing a shirt right now but with My Hair Academia the main cast in it are all first years in high school and in America it would be their sophomore year so they're all like 15 16 years old Mm -hmm. and so like for example if I a 19 year old were to call Todoroki hot all these all these kids in the fandom will come attack me saying he's a minor don't you shouldn't sexualize him don't say that and I'm like first of all calling a character hot isn't sexualizing them it's literally a drawing 
and but at the same time they all sexualize themselves like Mm -hmm. they'll talk about themselves in very sexual manners and they'll um what's it called they'll tell me all the fine details of their sexual fantasies with fictional adults and they're like as young as 14 years old and like I get it they're going through puberty and they're having all these thoughts and all these confusing feelings I get it but like there's a time and place and it's not for a 14 year old to talk about their sexual desires are they doing this publicly or in private message um most of the time I I see people like minors post like thirst memes so they'll post like okay let's find an example like people know what thirst memes are okay so they'll post thirst memes about themselves and these um characters online and it's some of them are a lot and I just have to take a double take and I'm like okay but like they'll go into like a lot of detail in my DMs that I've seen and I don't even know how they come up with some of this stuff like I'm 19 and I don't know what half of this stuff is how do they know what it is at 14 yeah so you feel like they're more protective of anime characters than they are of themselves yeah and I see a lot of adults in the fandoms talk this way too like they'll they're all preaching for the safety of fictional minors but they're totally ignoring the fact that these 14 and 15 year olds are talking about how much they want um as i was dicking them how what they how badly they want aizawa from my hero to fuck them oh god child oh my god (laughs) (laughs) you said i was allowed to curse (laughs) That's... Like they'll just talk about it how badly and they'll go into a lot of detail to the point where I have to tell them hey stop I feel weird See? so you have grown adults talking to you in private chats like this no it's it's minors all talking like this like obviously I have adults talking about their desires in my dms but we're both adults it doesn't matter but I have minors talking that way to me when they know I'm an adult as well So you feel like there is a huge lack of, oh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like, they just don't realize how dangerous what they're doing it, like, is. Yeah, because, like, obviously, if something does happen, it's not their fault, but, like, something can happen. Like, what if the wrong person sees that, or you say that in the wrong person's DM? Yeah, and you never know if it is the wrong person until it's too late yeah you know like you said with the guy you didn't want him to feel like he was rejected or you were rejecting him but it was actually very inappropriate for him to even be contacting you so so this is happening like on tiktok mostly in the anime crowd yeah i'm yeah for the most part it's on tiktok but like my personal experiences are on instagram with my friends in the fandom messaging me about this and i'm like i mean i don't mind it but it makes me feel weird seeing a 14 year old talk like this because like i have to like imagine a 14 year old and a 30 plus year old fictional character like that and i'm like i don't want that imagery in my mind please have you ever like mention to the person like this is completely inappropriate and 
how did they react if you did um I usually just say I'm like hey can you not talk like that because it personally makes me uncomfortable and feel weird Mm -hmm. and it's just really frustrating because they're so hypocritical when it comes to things like that like they'll get mad at let's for example proxy a 20 year old says um 16 year old Bakugo is hot they lose their shit like like Bakugo's a minor you're you're an adult why not you um thirst over the adult characters when proxy wasn't even thirsting in the first place they just said Bakugo was hot yeah and it's it's hard though because I mean anime covers all ages I mean Owen watches Mm -hmm. it and he's eight you're 19 and you obsess um but I also enjoy some and it's like I watch them that are graphic but I mean I watch them on Funimation and it's just so easy to access it and I even can find the same ones on Owen's profile which is set to kids so it is and I I mean I have no hate for the anime community um I like my cartoons yeah, I just feel like people don't really do they they put all their effort to protecting the fictional minors rather than the real minors, which like I get on the wiki page it says they're 16, but something that I don't think people recognize is the fact that these characters are written by adults, they're played by adults, they're drawn by adults and they're they act and they look like adults. And they've been this age for years. Like, in, like, the main fandom I'm in with Idolish 7, there's a few characters that are 17. The game came out seven years ago. They've been 17 for seven years. And a lot of the time, adults, they were minors when they first got into the fandom and started crushing and thirsting after these characters, which were minors, and that's normal. And as they aged, the characters didn't age with them. So mm-hmm. do you just expect, like, the second they turn 18, all these thoughts are just supposed to leave their mind? Yeah. I mean, they're cartoons. Yeah, they're drawings. So, like, you, like, of course, if someone drawing a 16-year-old character shirtless makes you uncomfortable, that's fine. But don't attack someone for that. And especially if you're making videos of yourself that way. Yeah, and, like, I try to, like, call people out on this. I'm like, hey, if you're going to preach for the safety of fictional minors, make sure you're preaching for the safety of actual minors first. And they just, like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you're just looking for an argument. I'm like, no, you're the ones looking for an argument because you're arguing with me. Yeah, you don't have my genes in you at all arguing with people on the internet (laughs) I did all that when I was 15 so I mean I know that you you are talking about the anime community but do you think this extends to other communities as well like gaming and I'm sure it does my only personal experience is with the anime community that's why I use it as an example but I'm sure it um exists in other communities and fan spaces as well so for all my parent listeners what kind of advice would you give to them on how to approach their kids about this kind of situation 
and more importantly, in like a way that's not going to turn their kids away and feel like they need to hide stuff. Because I know with me and you and your sister and your brother, we talk about everything. I mean, we don't really hold back. But I know um, a lot of my listeners and good friends of mine have kids that are your age and your sister's age. And they just they don't know how to bring this stuff up because it's really hard for us as parents because like we want to, you know, smack the hammer down and keep our kids safe. But we also don't want to do it in a way where they feel like, okay, I'm going to get in trouble. So I'm just going to hide it from them. Um, yeah, um, I say like, obviously, like, don't go like stalking your kids, like accounts and stuff, because I'll just teach them to be even more secretive. I don't and do so, that like, at if, all. Yeah. And if you notice it, like you can mention like, hey, maybe talking about yourself in this way on a public profile isn't okay. Instead of doing that, maybe make a private account and only accept your close friends on it so you can talk that way. Because that's especially what I did when I was really big on anime Twitter. Instead of just posting all my thoughts on my main account where everyone could see, I made a private account where only my close mutuals and friends can see so So you can maybe like say that like instead so have like like, two accounts one that's public but done in a more safe way and then a private one Um, and of course I'm sure everyone says this but like be careful who you talk to like mm -hmm. I know it's really cliche but like it's an actual thing (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, it is. And I keep trying to tell people that, you know, there are kids that are taught to groom other kids for traffickers and even pedophiles, you know, like, um, like just a hypothetical situation. Like if a father is doing things, they'll teach their kids how to groom kids in their class to get them to come sleep over. And it's just this whole huge nightmare. But what about what about our relationship specifically makes you feel so comfortable talking with me about all the craziness of Photoshop that is your life? Um, Because <laughs> you don't like, you don't judge me. Like with my stepmom, like if I were to show her something, she would immediately judge me. And she's like, oh, that's weird. Why are you talking like that? Like that's really yeah. messed up or whatever, depending on what I do. I mean, I don't, I was gonna say I don't make sexual edits, but then I remembered I made a Photoshop of them with boobs breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that <laughs> screenshot. But I'm like, just like weird stuff like that. Like, if you're open with your kid and you can like like make them know that you won't judge them for having these feelings, especially when they're a teenager and going through puberty. Like everyone wants to demonize teenagers have like the idea of teenagers having sex or sexual thoughts when in Mm -hmm. actuality that's really normal for teenagers to have sexual thoughts yeah and it's just teaching them how to express it in a safe way but without judgment because I know I know you told me about your first girlfriend first and I know the biggest thing was you still wanted her to be able to sleep over but I still took it as a win over your dad that I got to be told first. <laughs> uh, he just found out. Really? <laughs> yeah, apparently we weren't subtle at all. No, you weren't at all. Mm. No. But um, 
I was, I don't know was, I was, you know, I was very honored that you felt open to talking to me about that. And I still think it's weird that you think guys are hot, but you know, whatever floats your boat. Okay. That's, I just remembered something I wanted to mention that kind of falls into what I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I said, like if like a 20 plus year old finds a 16 year old hot, a fictional care, a fictional 16 year old, sorry, finds mm-hmm. a fictional 16 year old hot. Everyone just automatically assumes like, oh, you're a pedophile, which yes, a pedophile is probably going to find a fictional child hot. Yeah. But I think something that a lot of like minors in fandom spaces can't understand and grasp is that you can like something in fiction and not like it or even agree with it in real life. Yeah. Like I think I think the biggest example of that is is that hi, I'm a lesbian and I thirst after an anime boy 24/7. I'm literally obsessed with him. It is a problem. I deeply apologize to him. But like that doesn't mean I I'm attracted to actual men. Mhm. Except like, the ice just, skater. Oh, Yuzuru is so pretty. He's the exception. <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna like say something. You made me lose my train of thought. Oh, I was gonna say it's like, um, I know it's it's because Stranger Things just ended, and there's so much about it, and it's actually most of the kids in there, they're actual adult actors, and yeah, they're all adults now. Like they're they, all my they, age. Like they play kids, but they are adults and. It's hard. I mean, I don't think any of the kids in that show are, I don't think any of them are hot, but you know, it is, it's tough, but you know, my main concern is if kids are like so open about being a certain way and sexualizing themselves, but yet the adults, it seems like are only caring about if they're sexualizing fictional characters. Yeah. I definitely do see a lot of adults care that these actual Myers are sexualizing themselves, but I, I have seen quite a few just look right past it. And like, for example, like a couple months ago, I saw someone on my for you page, they were joking. Like they made like a joking, sarcastic skit about how Mm -hmm. minors and in fandoms, act it's like oh don't sexualize a 17 year old that's bad but I'm gonna go right around and sexualize my 14 year old self and so many people took that as a way like it's okay to sexualize minors I'm like no they were just joking about how minors act and like there are a lot of adults who think that way too but I think in my personal experience I don't really interact with minors I don't inter- interact with adults that interact with minors unless, like, they're just, like, under the age of 20. Yeah. Or in a Discord server and where everyone can join. Do you ever notice any kind of, like, red flags where you just see an adult and you're just, like, yo, dude, no, you're not cool? I mean, if it's, like, a 25-year-old thirsting after Anya from Spy Family who is six years old, I'm kind of, like, mm. When I say people it doesn't matter when their drawings i mean like the older characters ones. above the age of consent not literal children who look like children do you ever notice any kind of like grooming behavior in these fandom groups 
um usually I stay away from that from those types of people like I don't really personally see it yeah but like I have seen like some of my friends talk like oh yeah when I was younger I saw nothing wrong with this but now that I'm an adult it was really weird like even in my personal experience like I started on um and like really on the anime side of Twitter when I was 15 and I was one of the types of people like don't draw nothing for work art of of fictional minors that's bad and like that still makes me uncomfortable but like I would go to these people's these artists or authors accounts and harass them I'm like no that's not good you shouldn't do that blah 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 like and like looking back at it I'm like why did I do that that was like not good of me because like a lot of like in fandoms we have like dni lists which is just a list of criteria where if you hit that criteria don't interact with me and the majority of these minors will say like oh don't interact with me if you draw not safe for work if you write not safe work if you're over the age of 18 yet they'll go and interact with people who draw write not safe for work and are over 18 even though they say don't interact with me the same goes for you buddy do not interact with them yeah so essentially they're could potentially be putting themselves in danger after they have already established boundaries that are supposed to be keeping them safe yeah most of the time they'll just the adult will just ignore it or they'll just like make fun of the minor like ha 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 you say you don't interact with you don't want 18 year olds interacting with you but you're interacting with 18 year olds like like most of the time like I've seen people just laugh it off or just straight up just block them because that's the mature thing to do but like like you could end up doing that to the wrong person and something dangerous could happen now something did dangerous did happen to you other than running and telling mommy do you even have a clue of how to report these kinds of things I don't no know because like a lot <laughs> of people like think that like the police will do something if you sexualize a fictional minor. Like if I were to go to the police station down the street and say, "Oh, proxy sexualizing Bakugo," they're gonna laugh at in my face and tell well, me to leave. I was talking about like an adult coming and trying to establish like a private personal relationship with oh, you, yeah, like I'm that guy at your school. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure about how someone would report that. I guess you can like say like, oh, well, I know I was how. Talking on- <laughs> yeah, I was talking online with someone and they started sending me weird messages. And like, but, I don't. Would you feel more comfortable reporting it yourself or coming to me and saying, hey, mom, here's the links. Do what you do. I mean, I guess like if you told me that five years ago, I would have said I wouldn't want you involved at all. But like 19 year old me now would come to you because I'm scared of um, commitment and what's it called? Interaction. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess it it really just depends on the individual person. God, I think you were like three and um some lady said something really nasty to you at target and i just went off and you were just pulling on my shirt mom calm your nerves calm your nerves mom i don't want you to go to jail mom calm your 
<laughs> yeah, I think like a lot of minors, they don't want to get their parents involved because they feel like they're like they feel like they'll get in trouble that they'll get screamed at. Yeah. And I mean the in the instance with the guy at your school, you had no idea what was going on in the backgrounds. Like, did you even know that I talked to the superintendent of the school district? No, I just got a call down to the principal's office and I said, oh, we were notified about some messages on Facebook. I'm like, oh, that. Yeah, I actually had, there's um some system in place and he's on it. So he'll never be able to work at a school again or any type of thing that involves children. Like he wanted yeah. to be able to work at an amusement park. He's not like a registered sex offender, but it just shows that he was fired from a school for inappropriate contact with a student so okay but see it was and that's why I I did it the way that I chose to do it was so that way you didn't know what was happening behind the scenes and I, I mean you know I still have a lot of friends there and I mean they did what they did but yeah. I didn't contact him I didn't do anything I just you know took it to the authorities now with your sister when she had been targeted that I had to go through and um, I'll put the links or the links are actually in my link tree. It's uh, report.cybertip.org, which is missing and exploited children. It's not just for missing kids. It's for people that are targeting and trying to exploit children. Oh, and I also that. I had reported someone to that. Oh, that's good. But there's also the FBI tip line, which you can go if it's something online, you can go to the cyber crimes. And I felt so bad for Hannah because um, she wanted to talk to the detective, but the detective couldn't talk to her unless parent a parent was present. So she wanted to back out. And I finally just said to her, I said to the detective, I was like, I mean, I'm her mom. Can I just give you verbal permission over the phone? And he's was like, yeah, that's fine. And he was able to, but she was scared that she was going to lose Instagram. And I mean, I remember so much that if like, how many times did she lose her social media and was told that she, she didn't, what was it? She wasn't mature enough or something. Uh, yeah. Cause like, well, cause like she would like say inappropriate stuff and like curse people out. Like she cursed one of my exes out. And got her phone taken away because she was saying stuff that um, nine-year-olds should not know. Let me tell you, um, don't ever tell her this, but I created a fake Instagram account once and messaged her. I didn't know to be proud or terrified at the way she responded. <laughs> uh, yeah, she can, she's very intimidating. Like, a lot of, like, our <laughs> mutual friends say, like, yeah, I was scared of you at first, Hannah. I'm like, if I was not her sister, I would have blocked her so fast and never interacted with her. <laughs> well, She's very she... rude and mean. And it was funny, like, I she did a video on TikTok, and I commented making fun of her, and, like, all these kids start attacking me. They're like, imagine a grown adult attacking a child, and I'm like, it took 22 and a half hours to push that child out. I'll make fun of her makeup if I want to. Oh my god, they do that too. Like they'll li like you'll they'll get in an argument with you and they'll start it. And when you start arguing back, they'll be like, "I am literally a minor. I am neurodivergent and a minor. Excuse me. Do you know who you're talking to? Yes, and I will punt you off the face of this earth." 
Oh my like they pull the I'm a minor card so quickly. Yeah. And then they, everyone else comes attacks you. I mean, they I get that sometimes. Not so much on this account, but my old TikTok was more I had more politics on it. And it's there were sometimes kids that would say things. And I remember making one video. I don't even remember what it was about. And I was like, oh, I wanted to rip into you, but you're a child. So I'm just gonna kind of educate a little bit. But it's mm-hmm. like I keep pushing a lot like in my TikTok and I've made episodes here about how toxic adults are actually making social media. And the feedback I get is, well, kids should not be on social media, but well, that is true because fandoms were originally adult spaces and they were meant to be adult spaces. And then minors just impede on it. Like, yeah, minors are allowed anywhere. I was a minor when I joined fandoms. Yeah. But like you have to like you but it's just because know. they shouldn't be doesn't mean that they aren't. And if they are, it doesn't mean that you should just be bullies and Yeah, assholes. you shouldn't like you shouldn't be mean to them, but like you should like educate them, you know? Well it's like, not even it's not even just them interacting with kids, but I mean, I'm sure you don't see it as much as I do on my TikTok, but it's like grown adults bullying each other. And I'm just like, there's kids on these apps and they're being bullied at school and you're basically condoning the bully's behavior because they're watching you do the same exact thing. I and mean, then, some kids need to be humbled. Like, I'm not saying like full on a bully, lot of but a, they need to be humbled. A lot of adults need to be humbled too. Like, But it's like, I just, I think, you know, I mean, I'm in over 50 countries on my podcast, have over 1,100 subscribers. I'm sorry, 11,000 subscribers. And it's like, I reach so many people And it's like, we have such a great opportunity to help keep kids safe, but I just feel like the adults are so toxic and they're making It's because the kids are toxic to us. Like, I'm like, I'll just use this as an example. Like, I am very emotionally attached to like certain characters and certain like ships and ideas and groups and stuff. And so like, there are some people who like if you're very attached to them and they make you happy they you call them your comfort character your comfort ship yeah. or whatever and I'm sure you understand because your son's autistic he has special interests you can like, call him your brother you know uh well I didn't know if you wanted me to name drop him well you can say my brother oh uh, yeah I could but like yeah like my brother, he's autistic and he has special interests. And there's yeah. people who have ADHD, they have hyperfixations. And like, so they're just like very emotionally attached to these characters and stuff. Yeah. And it makes them very happy. And like, there are people out there who like really hate that character, or really hate that ship or show or whatever. What and is a ship exactly? Ship. A ship is. When you ship two characters, you see a character, you see two characters, and you think they would look good in a relationship together. Okay, so like that simping thing? No, simping is when you want to be in a relationship with that character. Okay. Shipping is when you take two characters and you think they would look cute together in a relationship. Okay. And so, like... I'm I'm trying to help some people to be able to translate Gen Z with their kids. I mean, that's not even Gen Z. That's just fandom you don't uh, I have so many of my friends are like can you ask your daughter what this means and I'm like Hannah (laughs) what does this mean and she's like oh my god mom I'm tired of being your translator then start talking normal (laughs) simple to me yeah as I was saying there's these people who like 
go around like shit talking to stuff like for example like my comfort character well my comfort ship is Tamaki and Sogo from Idolish 7 and like I've had people like attack me to the point where I'm breaking down over this ship maybe 17 and 20 Romeo and Juliet laws people anyways <laughs> and so like they'll attack me and like they'll like talk really bad about it and so like I said hey just so you know if you maybe don't talk bad about people's favorite characters and ships and stuff in front of them because that's very rude and because like what if that's their comfort what if Mm -hmm. that's their hyper fixation or special interest that can really upset someone like I was crying in like I broke down crying at work because people was talking bad about this ship because I'm pathetic (laughs) um and like everyone just (laughs) attacked me for that and I'm like, why are you arguing with me? I thought it's common sense to just not talk bad about people's favorite things. <laughs> I've had this, I break down over this on a daily night, mother. Like, it's bad. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but I've seen it personally, you having your breakdowns. I should post screenshots. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I don't know why Hannah screenshots every single one of our chats. Because it's funny. She's just like, help, and then screenshot. Well, we say help, like, like if you, something is, like, really weird or funny, we'll say help. Like, when I was like, what about the crunchy cinnamon roll? The crunchy cinnamon rolls. Anyone that's listening, Crunchy Roll is an anime streaming service. And my daughters refused to remember the login info where I actually it's had to make change it so much. I don't. I did once, <laughs> but I remember I put it as our profiles on Hulu, <laughs> the login info. So that way you guys would stop bugging me. But yeah, I called it crunchy cinnamon roll and Hannah wasn't even in the conversation. She just comes in. She's like, help screenshot and leaves. <laughs> because we send it to our friends and we make fun of you yeah i know (laughs) it's fine but yeah like as i was saying like i feel like that's like common sense not to diss people's favorites yeah that's just really rude and that was the thing owen um he's gotten banned now twice on roblox and he actually wasn't even doing anything wrong and i was i was so upset because it's like roblox is his safe space that's where he goes when he feels anxious and i mean he knows all about internet safety and it's just some kids didn't like something and they reported him and you know it was it was hard because i mean you saw what he got banned for was the kids were like making fun of him and bullying him and saying they were his boyfriend and i had to explain to him you know why it's okay that his sisters are gay but he's not allowed to say that in a chat i think it's because some people can like there's like a connotation where if you call something or someone gay that's bad because a lot of people used to use that as an insult oh no like that but but it's like explaining that to an eight-year-old autistic kid and then i mean i don't want to say what he said when I said, how would you feel if someone did that to your sisters? But Love the, love the allyship, Owen. <laughs> but it was, it was hard. And I was upset because that was, it was his safe space. And he couldn't go to his safe space anymore. And even after 
the ban was over, it took a little while for him to actually mm-hmm. feel comfortable going there. So and it's like, I know social media is made for, you know, major, for the majority, it sh- is for adults. But I mean, I know when I'm in a bad mood, I go on Twitter and watch people, you know, arguing and it's, it's an escape from reality. And it's yeah. like, social and media like- should be a safe space. And even in anime, I mean, you've used that as a security blanket forever yeah and like like these certain ships and characters and even full series they can bring someone a lot of comfort and like when you attack someone for that it makes them feel guilty like I had all these Myers attacking me over this ship so like I felt like I couldn't talk about it at all but then I found people that I can talk to it about do they under do they know and watch the show no but they listen to me rant about it so that's good enough I think I get like the number one mom award for how much I listen about your cartoons oh I can go off even more I have like a, <laughs> I'm I have a whole powerpoint presentation on why you can, you should oh my god I forgot about that when I was like, where is he, where is your sister? And then you pop in, you're like, I was making a PowerPoint presentation. I'm like, what? Well, I have a whole Summer. PowerPoint presentation making fun of my favorite character. But if someone else who doesn't like him makes fun of him, I get really sad. But like, I can bully him. And that's what I was talking about is like, you know, adults, even just the way they interact with each other, it's... Mm-hmm you know, it's kids are seeing this and they're picking up and thinking that this kind of behavior is okay. I know I was talking to someone on, uh, I think it was, it was Twitter the other day, there was a big thing about opiates and I was trying to have a civilized conversation with a woman, but you know, me with my MS, I use talk to text and autocorrects and it makes Some people just get really defensive over there yeah but it was i get i get really defensive over my favorite characters and stuff yeah and the woman i mean she was just she didn't want to have a conversation so i finally just said listen i you don't want to have a civilized conversation so i hope you have the day you deserve and just ended it there but it's like all i think about is you know kids are seeing this kind of behavior and they think it's okay and it's not but One of the videos that I did make on TikTok, I said, you know, the traffickers and the people that are targeting your kids, they're going to be kind to them. And who do you think kids are going to go to on a bad day? The ones that they see bullying other adults or the ones that are being kind to them and think they're a safe person because they're not behaving that way. Those people can just be really mean. Yeah. Your sister is scary. She told she told me do not interact if you like this ship. So I blocked her and she are and she decided to um text me individually while I was at work arguing with me over it. I'm like, you told me not to interact with you, so I stopped interacting with you. Why are you getting angry at me for that? <laughs> I still can't get over that she FaceTimed you when I sent her a scrub daddy. Yeah, I was at work. She's like, Mommy sent me a scrub daddy. And I'm like, Hannah. I, 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 I have, I'm interacting with three different customers right now. Can you not? <laughs> I didn't even tell her. That was, I think, what shocked her the most. Because you know me, I tell you guys and send you screenshots the second I buy you something. Yeah, but you don't know how to keep a secret. No, not very well. But I did. I just texted her. I'm like, there's something in the mailbox for you. And then she's like, did you send this? No, I just guessed that somebody <laughs> sent you something through Amazon. Um, 
sorry <laughs> i lost my train of thought oh yeah so yeah she went nuts she sent me like forty-five thousand pictures of it She's... one time she it was the day that all the refrigeration went down at my work and I was literally running back and forth across the entire store and she called me in the middle of it to tell me this person on TikTok was hot I'm like can you not right now I'm very stressed and I feel she like I'm about boundary. to pass out she has boundary issues yeah but it's luckily it's only with us I don't really see her issues with other people like strangers like strangers she acts like that with her with her friends and stuff yeah she's a good kid i love my i um, love anna i know Jean. yeah but your sisters you'll be best friends soon so i figured that before we start wrapping up there was a couple of things that i did want to ask because i know there's a lot of listeners that i have that are actually under the age of like 18 and 19 but I also have parents who surprisingly listen to my episodes with their kids so I was wondering if there was any advice that you have to the kids on if something that happens that makes them feel uncomfortable or unsafe in any way the best way that they could approach their parents um you just have to be honest like I know you're scared because you feel like your parents are gonna judge you and yeah they might get angry at first but they're not angry at you they're angry at the person doing it to you and sometimes they don't know how to express that and so they might yell and scream and take away your phone and whatever but they just want the best for you and they want you to be safe and so like that fear is always gonna be there but like it, it getting your phone taken away for a week is a lot better than someone targeting you and doing something to you you know yeah and then do you think um like kids should sit down and talk to their parents before the worst case scenario happens I mean I know we've always talked about different safety things before they happened and god your sister I told her if someone ever followed her to just send me the car description and the license plate and she just snaps me a whole bunch of letters I'm like what is that and she's like you told me to send you the license plate I'm like okay but tell me that's what you're sending me (laughs) Um, I think that would be an awkward conversation to start which I still I still wouldn't come to you and say hey what should I do about this (laughs) like I'm like hey mom I'm making an anime twitter account what do you think I should do if someone sends me a a pp pic do people like pee pics? Yeah, they stopped once I turned 18, coincidentally. They're just, they're just. That's disgusting. Yeah, like on my profile, it said I was 16 or 17. I forget how old I was. And they still sent it. The second I put 18 on my profile picture, I was so concerned that people were going to like take that as an opportunity to send me inappropriate stuff. But, the, but they stopped. Like, they're just exposing themselves. Yeah. But yeah, like, it's a very awkward situation, conversation. So, like, I don't really know any kid that would willing, willingly bring that up with their parents. So it might be the parents' yeah. job to bring it up. Like, oh, hey, I noticed you've been on social media lately. Yeah. Don't do X, Y, and Z. Here's what you should do. And, like, have a calm conversation. Don't get defensive. Don't be mean. Don't yell at them. Because, like, that's just going to drive them away and not want to talk to you about it. 
And I mean, I know that I uh, 13 reasons why I got a lot of backlash, but I actually loved that. I love that show. And I loved that you girls watched it because it's so hard to talk to your kids about sensitive topics like that. And it just was like a good segue to be able to do it. But do you think that given my history and the things that I went through that you feel easier talking to me about it because I get it and I know the monsters are out there? Yeah. Um, And like, cause like some parents will just victim blame and say like, oh, you shouldn't have talked to that person. You shouldn't have had your account public. You shouldn't have said that, but yeah, they should, but like, they don't need to hear that. Yeah. So basically that's the message you would send to parents is. Yeah. Just be understanding and don't be mean to them about it. Like I get you're scared and worried about them, but yelling at them isn't going to do anything. It's just going to make them more scared to talk to you about it. And they're not going to talk to you. And be more private. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll start talking to people online. Which opens them up to being targeted. Because I know yeah, you that... put yourself in a vulnerable, a vulnerable state. I mean, I can't really say anything because I basically live in this Discord server's venting channel. But yeah. <laughs> well, I know it's, and I mean, your stepfather is like an angel for me because there's so many times that I've screamed in his direction and he's like, you are aware I'm not Hannah, right? And I'm like, yes but I need to stay calm to talk to her and I need to get the anger out because I don't want her to think I'm mad at her. Cause it's, it, it broke my heart when um, it came time for her to speak to the detective and she's like, Oh, just never mind, Cause they're going to take my social media away. And I'm like, a kid should not be more scared of their parents reaction than actually getting targeted. Yeah. And like in my personal experience, that's happened. Like, not I mean, I don't name. really tell them about anything because I always just keep it to myself or I just talk to my friends about it. But, like, I, I've seen people, other people's parents, like, when they find out, they immediately take their phone because, like, they think, like, oh, if I get rid of the source, that means they can't be targeted anymore. And the source is their phone or their Instagram or TikTok account. So mm-hmm. if they don't have access to that, they can't be targeted, which I understand that line of thinking but it just does more harm than good and your kids could just make um like new profiles and stuff like especially with like the new like the iphone updates where you can change you can make it so you can change the look of their apps like that like you guys can't see it but mommy can see it on there like you can change it so they with all the flowers yeah they're flowers oh god i didn't see (laughs) what did you expect but like you I can like you can see that you can change the icons and you can even change the name so like it just teaches them to be more secretive or they'll make like sec- sep- bleh, separate accounts and you can't see like I have accounts that I blocked you on I I won't lie but like Me. I don't need you seeing stuff I want to see no I don't need my mother questioning my sexuality but do you even more have than my do you have my fake accounts that I use to stalk you and your sister blocked? That's the question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't follow you guys from secret accounts. I just, I stay on my side of TikTok. You can stay on yours. Yeah, I don't think you need to know about what an adult. Lore happened. But I feel, I feel like, you know, a long time ago when, you know, what was it? A couple of years ago when I started TikTok and we started talking about all the safety, I think, 
you guys got the message. I trust you, you know? Yeah. And if, if you're a parent and you make it seem like you don't trust your child, they're not going to trust you to mm-hmm. go to. Yeah. So like when you like say that you trust us, like we'll be more open with you than, uh, yeah. than if you said like, oh, I don't trust you. Or like if you make secretive accounts and stalk your children, that's just going to make them uncomfortable and scared. And like they exactly. feel like they can't be open. Yeah. Cause I know, um, a lot of times Hannah's friends come to me when they're targeted to make reports because they don't want to go to their parents and you know Hannah's mom's cool I don't know why they think I'm so cool yeah because I remember one time there was like this like website like they weren't posting like full-on pornographic images but they were like images of like teenage girls and like more revealing clothing and stuff Mm -hmm. and you can like search by school and we saw it on TikTok me and my friend Emily, we saw it on TikTok, and then we went onto the website, looked up our school, and, like, they were talking about, like, like our classmates, and we're like, mother, what should we do? You know what to do. <laughs> yeah, but you were younger then, too. I mean, now I feel like I've given you enough skills to be able to spot it on your own and handle it yourself and yeah. hopefully help that crazy sister of yours. I don't know. I don't even know how to approach. Like, I've had one of my friends say that psychologists would have a field day analyzing her mental state. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I know. It was um, one time I I just talked to Mitch about, you know, putting her into therapy. And I'm like, do you think we can afford that? Because, I mean, it's going to take a lot. We'll need it. She's a good kid. She's not that crazy. She's just, she's out there, but she's she's my kid. So I don't like, she is mean. She's good though. She loves you sometimes. Sometimes. Hey, you know what? When I was your age, I hated my brother and then we ended up being best friends and now we don't even talk anymore. So it is what it is. So I always ask my guests when I have them on before we wrap up if there was any advice about anything that they wanted to share about their experiences which we didn't really talk about anything personal but um with anime fandom and stuff that you brought up is there any advice that you have for people that might be feeling like their safe space is invaded on ways to kind of cope with that that are more healthy than other ways just block the person if they're bothering you like oh my god like so many people like they'll like have someone on like annoy sorry they'll have people like that they disagree with and start arguments and they start arguing back just block them the block Mm -hmm. button is free if you disagree with someone block them don't attack them like they most likely do not care nothing you say is going to change their opinion and nothing just like how nothing they say is going to change your opinion on that topic so just block them please just for the love of god the block button is free god i think a lot of adults should take that advice too (laughs) yeah just just block please block people that that's my advice block people like we should normalize blocking people who just slightly disagree with you like oh, oh I do you don't like time. my favorite character you're getting blocked oh you think sogo's ugly blocked i don't even know sogo but i'm pretty sure he's hot 
He is. I will show you a picture of him right now. <laughs> well, while you get that picture, I'm just going to say thank you so much for coming on here. I'm really very proud of you. You have turned into an amazing, beautiful woman. I love you so much. And this photo also almost turned me straight. Oh my God. He's so hot here. I'm trying to be serious. You guys don't understand, like, no matter what conversation I attempt to have with my daughters, anime gets brought in some way, somehow, no um, matter what. I think it keeps our life spicy. <laughs> God, if people could see our group chat, they would just be like, what is wrong with those three? Mitch was trying, God, the one time he was about the birds and reagan don't all the birds don't. died in 1986 due to reagan killing them and replacing them with spies that are now watching us the birds work for the bourgeoisie but mitch was trying to chime in and have a serious conversation about it and i'm just like babe no the, we're on anime now like it's the moment's past there's no serious talking. our attention span is just really short it, um, yeah to put it lightly but I do I think it's awesome though like I love our relationship you know and how we just kind of mess with each other all the time on snapchat and send each other screenshots and you guys take it a bit far for me and yeah but then you chime in with your own personal experiences and we're like mother we do not need to know this I don't get that graphic with you Mm, I have a few screenshots what did you take screenshots of? <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for welcoming my daughter. I know a lot of people always ask questions about them, and I don't talk about them too much, but I thought because it would be great. we're a menace to society. Yes, you are menaces to society. Um, but I did not raise them just so you know now (laughs) but uh, I want to thank all of y'all for all your love and support it's really been an amazing journey the past year doing my podcast and I love you guys so much so thank you for welcoming my daughter just as much as you guys welcome me and I hope y'all have a good night and I'll talk with you soon